I've been running recently. I've been able to do my normal jump rope and push up and sit up jumping jack routine during the weekdays. But then on the weekends, I've been running. A couple weeks ago, I went running and I got attacked by a bird at Almanzar Park. That's all I wanted to tell you. So what happened? Did you actually get hurt? Well, it was me and I was running. It's at the park. So I see the bird. It's just sitting. This is a big bird. It's like a I want to say a pelican. I think those are only at the beach, those though. Those are I don't huge. Know what I don't know what it's called, but it's this huge bird. And there's a gang of them, a flock of birds, I guess. And I'm running. I'm, I'm staying in my lane. And the bird just decides to come and swipe me from the side. So it, it, it starts flying up, and I feel it. I feel it touch the back of my, of my, of my tank top. <laughs> and I, I freaked out a little bit because I thought I was going to die. Did you put your arms up and scream? Yeah, I put my arms up and I was like, oh, freak. And then I, I kind of, I wanted to make sure that I shoot it away, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a little embarrassed because I think people were like, you know, there, there are people at the park. They saw me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't care. I was, I was scared for my life. There, there are a lot of birds there. Pelicans? Yeah, it was a white bird with a long beak. Is that a pelican? A seagull? The, one, the ones in Finding Nemo are... You know, I don't, I don't know. It wasn't a pleasant experience. Ever since that, that event happened, I've been a little bit more careful about my surroundings. Why do you think it attacked you? I have no idea. Because you're running. I mean, there were other people running. Granted, I was probably the fastest runner there, but you know. But why would it get the fastest runner? It would get the slowest runner. Jess, you've been um, <sighs> doing a lot of parties recently. Mm-hmm. I like to host parties. I've noticed that you've not only done like fancier parties where are, you know, like parties for kids and stuff like birthday parties, but you've also been hosting parties. So which do you prefer? Do you prefer Mm -hmm. the more like elaborate parties where Mm -hmm. you and Kirsty need to go out and bring all the stuff to an event, people you don't know, or do you prefer hosting people at home and just kind of hanging out? It's hard to say. I like both. But right now, I like to um, help with the parties for other people. We haven't done that before, so it's nice to figure out how to plan one like that and to figure out organizing and buying stuff and setting up. Plus, when we do those parties, we, we stay and do face painting and like balloon making and temp tattoos. It's kind of fun to just be there and then play with the kids. Do you get stressed out when you're doing those parties? I don't get stressed out. I don't get stressed out because I try and organize the months before. So this is this is my plan. So when I get hired to do an uh, event, I ask Kirsty if she's free that day too. After I ask Kirsty if she's free that day, I have a consultation with whoever it is, the client, I guess. And then she tells me or he tells me, exactly what they want for the party or what they envision, if they have a theme or just a color, what they need. And then after that, I come up with a quote for them. And then I create a mood board with photos of pretty much similar things that I will be doing for the party, just so they can get an idea from it. And from there, they will approve it or they will want to adjust it. And then I'll start actually making things and buying things maybe two weeks before. So you're telling me that you 
plan and that makes you not stressed? Oh, yes. Yes. That, that was my point of my process. <laughs> In addition to these parties, you've been working at church. This is a new development. Yes. So in the beginning of August, I started a new job. I am the visual communications and graphic designer, or maybe there's a media word in there. But I'm basically doing rebranding and doing the banners and making things look nice. And this includes the new building that we're building. How's it going so far? So far, I like it. We finished the logo. I finished the logo, and then I got it approved by the staff. Which is funny because our previous um, logo had FCBC. And because we have Chinese and Mandarin congregation, I was thinking that we need to redo it because the letters are in English. And so I redid it. And then most of the pastors, well, the Chinese pastors were saying, oh, I really like the other one. Why are we changing it? And then I said, you know, well, because I want it to be like a, just a general symbol with no like Chinese characters or English characters. And then it was just so funny because I didn't think the Chinese pastors would say that. Do you find that you're learning a lot of things about the pastors and inner workings of the church that you didn't know before? Or do you think it's just affirming what you thought you knew? I feel like I'm knowing more and knowing why they're doing the things they're doing. So in that sense, it's helpful. It's helpful for me to create the designs for the church because I know what they are planning for our church in the future. Who do you work with the most at church then, if this is mm. your new position? I kind of set my own projects, and I have a priority list. But the person I would work most with to get things approved by would be Auntie Marine. She's the office manager, so she approves things. She looks over things. She makes sure, makes sure the translations are correct. And how is it working with her? I like working with her. We see each other like twice a week. Do you guys ever talk about Des? Because... You're friends with Des, and Auntie Marina's Des's mom. Oh, I see, I see. Um, yeah, sometimes. I asked her this weekend what she's going to do for her birthday, and she said she's going to hang out with her two daughters, and it's a surprise. But I guess we didn't specifically talk about Des. One mm. of the things that you've done as part of your church job is to help me reform my Walnut Weekly newsletter. I think that the format change was received very well. I think it was good. We moved your Walnut Weekly from Tumblr to MailChimp, where, which I'm very happy about that you let us do. No, it's always been on MailChimp. I'm sorry. The, the, it's always been mm, distributed through MailChimp. Okay, but you designed it on Tumblr. So I, I'm I still partially design, right. I actually didn't design it on oh Tumblr. Oh my goodness. It's just an RSS feed that it picks it up from Tumblr and then it puts it up. Okay, well, you, you typed it up in Tumblr and it sends through MailChimp, but now we're designing it on MailChimp and sending it via MailChimp. That's correct. Anyway, yeah, I I mean, with what we could do with MailChimp, I think it works well. I think that it is a lot more like easy to digest the information because it's broken up in chunks, and plus it gives me the option to put more pictures in, which is always which is always a better thing to have more pictures because people like pictures. Does anyone ever respond to your emails? You know, sometimes people respond. I had I think only a few though. It's it's not a lot. Jacqueline and Benson responded. I think it was Benson. He said, like, oh, it's nice because, like, I guess he clicked on one of the links or whatever. But I thought it was cool because, yeah, like, even though they're far away, like, they can still stay mm -hmm. kind of connected to what's going on at church. Did he click on the link that was designed on MailChimp or on Tumblr? Oh, it was the new one. It was mm. the new version. It was a new version. Yeah. You, yeah. There was one point where I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I sometimes it's a little weird when I do those newsletters because obviously, like, when I lead music, I take videos and I put that online. And sometimes it's strange putting my own videos onto the church newsletter. And this past time, the, the most recent newsletter that I did, I actually put a picture of my music team. Tim actually took that picture and I put that picture on the newsletter. Do you think that was too much? Do you think that's too much self-promotion? Yeah. I think after that, I just vary it up later. I did it once. So does that mean I should just do it again? Um, If the content really matches, if you need a picture of a music team. I mean, I only did it because I linked to the videos that I took of that week. I think that if I just did some generic links to worship songs or something and then I put our picture up, that'd be a little weird. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, people like to see familiar faces. That's what I thought. I thought that when people or saw faces. us, yeah, yeah, when people saw us, I thought, okay, this this can get more clicks for sure because it's like, oh, I know those people. I want to click on that link. Mm-hmm. And it is a church newsletter, you know, English church newsletter. It is an English, English social media newsletter because there's a separate one that's just for English members. That is also, and that's a church. That's correct. Thing. That's correct. This is subscribe in only, so you have to opt into this. To this one. Mm -hmm. There's something else that you've been doing at church, and that is you've been serving boba at church recently. I thought we were done with boba. We were done? We just started. I mean, after Snow Society, we would be done Oh, well, I think with our new building and wanting to have a cafe there, this is a nice way to start. So Preston, earlier in the summer, wanted to serve boba and milk tea after church so that uh, people can come together and mingle and also that you know because there's like basketball in the afternoon so instead of having to go across the street to get boba they can just get it at church and support seminarian fund which is where the money goes to so we've been doing that every sunday and i've been prepping it every friday but we're going to ask turf to help really soon what's your process for making this boba on fridays i'm there on fridays for my office hours and in the afternoon i make tea. I make the black tea. Nope. Or green tea. It depends. But I've been making green milk tea, honey green tea, and black milk tea. And then I just prepare Friday night and have it cool and get chilled over the weekend. And on Sunday after church, maybe at 11.15, Preston and I get ready and start setting up and we serve at 12 o'clock. Oh, I make boba in the morning on Sundays, like at seven o'clock in the morning before church. Is it a lot of work? It's a lot of work, but I know in the end we're going to be passing it on. So I'm just trying to figure it out. But it's, it's exciting. I know like people want to do coffee too, like Gabe and Felix. So I'm sure it'll expand in the future. I think it's been received well. We've been selling out every week, right? Mm-hmm. About 50 to 60 drinks. I only do two bins of tea. Maybe it takes around three hours total to do. Do you think you'd ever expand that operation to more bins of tea? bigger team i think when the new building is done and i don't know how it's going to really look but i think it'll be helpful do you like me serving tea i mean i'm glad that you get to use your knowledge of boba and tea especially since we went through society i think it's it's good that we can use that for church and for god i think that i am scared though that that it will become too much to handle It's not just like you show up Sunday morning a little bit earlier. You know, you have to prepare this over the weekend. Like you have to be thinking about this. Like what's your, 
Yeah. What's your quota? How much how much stuff do you need? Do you need to buy more cups? Uh-huh. So it is like a very small operation, but it does take more time than it just does. showing up. Yeah, so I still have to buy all those things. But from the help we get, we're going to offer campership because it is a lot of work. But we want people to be serious about it. I think I will feel a lot better once I see other people getting involved instead of just you and Preston doing mm-hmm. it. There's a lot of burden that just falls on, you know, a couple people. But if we can share the load, I think it will be more manageable. Thanks. How do you feel about Onezo Boba? I like the concept of it. The tea itself isn't my favorite. But I like trying all the different drinks. It's a cool hangout place in ATS. I think that the tea is is okay. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. I like the fact that they have different types of boba. I think that the fact that they make the boba in-house is a little bit of a novelty at this point. I'm excited to see if they're, they still retain the large crowds that they've mm. been getting. It's always a long line. Yeah. Sesame... Taro, like brown sugar, boba. It's pretty good. The boba itself. It sounds like we've been doing a lot of church things, and it's true. We've kind of been putting a lot of our time and energy into into church things. Um, there, I've been doing a another podcast on the side. This is my Sound Words podcast, mm-hmm. and I feel that like this is something that I also want to do. And just like the boba, it does take time to do it but I think that it can serve the church well and I think that it uses my knowledge of audio production and just podcasting hopefully something good can come out of it you've been doing something different with sound words this time yeah so sound words started as my own personal podcast where I would just talk into the microphone and part of it was because I wanted to try to get better as a public speaker especially as I teach 11th grade Sunday school. And so I would try to really make sure that I can make quick lines of dialogue and be able to communicate it effectively without much ums or, or vocal tics, things like that. But recently, I, um. I, yeah. recently <laughs> I felt confident enough where I was like, okay, this is, this is going well. And I kind of wanted to change up the format. So I said, I, I need some guests. You know, I, I, want, some, I want some people to to talk to, kind of like for SV, you know, like it, it's a very different show because it's you and me, right? Two people talking. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted that for sound words. And I was also thinking like, okay, like what is something that I can talk about that I can always have content to discuss? And there was nothing else except for worship leading, being a church musician, leading music at church. I said, okay, that, that, that can work. And I have a lot of friends who serve with me at church. I also have a lot of friends outside of our church that play music. I thought that this would be the right way to go. So I I have three episodes up so far. I did one with Warren. I did one with Philip, and I did one with Angie. It's on Spotify. And are they all released right now? By the time this podcast goes up, yes, they will be released. Yes. And so I will, I'll promote them on my blog. I'll probably share them with my music emails for church. And hopefully it'll be something fun that, uh, that, our, that our church friends can do. And hopefully it can help to kind of unite our church music leaders too. Just on, just on a small scale, but, you know, just have something fun and collaborative for mm-hmm. us to do. Now, that, that's all been church stuff. I know that, that we do a lot of church stuff, but we've also had a lot of stuff outside of church that we've been doing. And one of them is uh, watching movies with Movie Pass. Now, mm-hmm. 
Our movie past days have been limited. Jess, how do you feel about this? I'm fine with it. We're, there's no, there hasn't been too many good movies out there, and we've been a little bit busier. So I think for the movies that we really want to watch, like Crazy Rich Asians, then we'll make the time for it. But any future movies, I don't see ones that we would be wanting to watch, right? I mean, do you think we should keep our movie pass, though? No. I was thinking about canceling it and getting it prorated, but Tiffu mentioned that she's scared that if people do that, that we're actually not going to get our money back. How did you like Crazy Rich Asians? I liked it. I think... Um, well, we watched it with friends. I like Aquafina. It was pretty romantic. I cried a little. Nope. I teared a little bit. It how was many, sweet. How many times did you cry in that movie? No, I, te- I teared like twice. Well, which scenes? I don't want to say. I don't want to spoil it. That's true. But I would say it was at the middle and three-fourths. Yeah. And then maybe the end. Maybe three times. Which character do you relate to the most in that movie? Do I relate to? Yeah. Who do you see uh, yourself in, in their shoes? I'm pretty quiet. So, I don't know. But I, I, I like Aquafina. I think her and I will get along. You think that you and Aquafina will get along? Mm, it's hard to say. I think she's too funny. I think I'd be too shy. I think me and Constance would get along. But I think I'd be probably drawn to Astrid, which is Gemma. Yeah. I think we would be friends first, and then I would want to be friends with Constance. And then Aquafina would be, like, the goal to be friends with. And how, are you, how, how, would, you, how would you start your, your conversations <laughs> with them? Um, I, don't, I feel like Gemma's quiet, I think, because of her character. And I'm quiet. Are you telling me that you relate the most to Gemma, then? Hmm. To oh, you know what? I took a Crazy Rich Asian test. Hannah sent it over. And then I did it, and guess who I was? Astrid. I was Gemma. Wait. So, wait. The quiz was, who are you most like? Yeah, it's like one of those BuzzFeed ones. And like you have to answer questions. Like, what kind of outfit would you wear? What kind of um, dish would you... What dessert would you try? And then mine matched up with the type of person Astrid is. Wait, that's messed up, though. Because, Why? Because her marriage, like, fell apart. They got a divorce, right? Oh. No, it's her as a person. She tried. I, I don't know. I don't know. Are you offended? I'm not offended. I, I don't get... I don't get easily... Actually, I, I do get easily yeah. offended. I was not, offended when you called me a digital hoarder. I thought you were... You were the one who told me we should talk about that. I don't remember. Ugh. We can talk about it. It's fine. Also, um, since we're speaking about the uh, Asian American community, Earth to Jupiter has been playing a lot of shows recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we played the OC Night Market. Yeah, and you like that? We, I enjoyed it. I think it was it was a little you bit more. You enjoyed it. It's a little bit more difficult because we had some sound issues. You said it was your worst show. It was our worst show because we had some sound issues. Uh huh. But I still appreciate everybody who came out. Oh right, right. Yeah. And I had fun afterwards too. Just yeah. I, I mean, you know, the, these types of things you, you need to expect as an indie musician. I had fun playing. I had fun with my friends. I'm still thankful for the experience, and you know, we'll we'll move on and learn. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We played OC Night Market. We played Nisei Week. Nisei Week. J A C C C. J A C C. J A C C C. That was Japanese American Cultural Center. Community Cultural Center. Community Cultural Center. That was fun, and we also played um, Collaboration, and we played Tuesday Night Cafe. Which was your favorite show out of all of them? It's hard to say. They they all have. They all had their strengths, and I think that um, 
I don't know. I, I feel that like with ETJ, it's kind of like every show is my favorite, but I'm most, I consider like the newest show my favorite, but not like the most recent show I played. Which is the OC. I, not, not the newest. I guess I should say the next show is always my favorite show. Okay. I guess for ETJ, I'm always looking forward instead of looking mm-hmm. back. Do you think you have an, one more show this year? I hope so. You're going to find it? I'm not sure. Hopefully they find us. Speaking of crazy rich Asians, I've been trying to play Mahjong recently. Mm. And it's not because of crazy rich Asians. Like, playing Mahjong was one of my goals after Snow Society. But everyone to... asks that if it's because of crazy rich Asians. It's not. It's not. Are you offended? I'm not offended. I think that seeing the movie was like a motivator to say like, Aaron, mm-hmm. this is what you said you wanted to do. Now's the right time to do it. Mm-hmm. Go learn and play. And so, you, you know who told you that? Constance. Who told you that? Not directly. She did not. With her actions. Me and Constance, we're not friends yet. Maybe we will be one day. So do you like it? Are you enjoying it? I like playing Mahjong. I, I think that I still have a lot to learn. It, I need to keep up a lot more. I feel like I'm so I'm too much of an amateur that there's nothing I can really say about it right now, but I feel that I'm on the right track to getting to be consistent mm-hmm. in my playing. I think you're doing well. I think you just have to practice. My brother, Nate, brought over uh, my parents' mahjong table and one of their sets, yeah. so I'm, I'm excited to, to get that going. We had a green set, but then we found out your parents had a white set, and we're like, we need that white set. We need that white set. It looks a lot nicer. Yeah, actually, I haven't opened it. Have you opened it? It looks a lot nicer. Okay. We are going to go to Nashville next week. We are going to go to the Getty Singh Conference. It's a conference for worship leaders, church leaders, focused on congregational singing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited. You tried to get in before, but the tickets were sold out, and then... Aaron found that there was a Children's Leadership Forum scholarship. So he applied, and then I applied just for fun. And then we both got in. And because we got into the um, children's portion, which is a Sunday, we were able to go to the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday scene conference for free as well. We're going to be attending the conference, and we have one and a half days of free time on our own to spend. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a chill, too. We'll just walk around. Eh, probably just eat. I'm excited to go. I'm a little bit nervous to meet people. I feel that it's going to be like a a little bit of a networking thing, which I'm not 100% comfortable with, but I know like it's something that you just got to do. I am excited to meet people. I am excited to see some of my theological heroes, pastoral heroes. It'll be a fun atmosphere, I'm sure. Who are you looking forward to seeing most? Well, Keith and Kristen, of course. And uh, Piper. I've never seen John Piper in the flesh. So mm-hmm. it will be it will be interesting to mm-hmm. to actually see him nice. and hear him. Uh, MacArthur's gonna be there too. So yeah, just all these all these guys that I listen to on a on a normal basis, I'm gonna be there with them. Are you gonna practice what you're gonna say to them? <sighs> I think that I, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't wanna be that guy. Uh-huh. You know, Do I don't you wanna, wanna be like the different guy? I wanna wear my flower t shirt. Mm, but you're not. I guess not. Good. Great, great. Also, the tickets we got, I don't think we can bring a bag to the airport, to the flight. So I think we should just bring a backpack. I'm going to go as minimal as I can this time. I That's think why I always try and say. I, I will definitely go as minimal as possible. That's what you have on the back of your back. I just hope there are no birds there. It'll be fine. Relaxing, I hope. 
right? 